Hey there, thanks so much for giving Nostalgia a chance and considering joining us on our journey through the NES library. Before we start this episode, just a quick heads up that these first three episodes have an inferior audio quality to the rest of the show. As with any podcast, the show always improves. If clean audio is more your thing, feel free to skip these and try some later episodes first. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to Nostalgia. And this is the inaugural episode of Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. Today's game, Ten Yard Fight. But first, we should talk about who we are. Oh, no, no, no. You got it. I, I can't <laughs> okay. start this. <laughs> That's a perfect introduction to uh, Sean. Uh, so I'm Mike Esposito. Uh, I'm a producer over at Nickelodeon, but I've loved Nintendo probably since I was about four years old when we got a Nintendo 64, so that outdates me and clearly indicates that we are by no means NES experts. Instead, we are people who are really interested in video games in general and wanted to explore the NES in order of release. I'm Joe Costu, and I'm an aspiring writer, and Mike was pretty dead on with what I am, too, as far as my video game experience. I grew up with my Nintendo, but I'm not an NES expert. Uh, What's up? I'm Sam Smith. Uh, no relation to the artist. And I'm a, I'm a PA at Nickelodeon. I grew up with an N64 for a while before I got anything else, and so I kind of, I don't know, got a lot of nostalgia with that. Never played NES before, uh, really before this, so this is kind of, this is going to be a good time. And I'm Sean. Uh, I, you do not get to know where I work. Uh, I started everything with the Super Nintendo, then I kind of abandoned Nintendo for a while. I stuck with PlayStation, Xbox, all that fun stuff, until uh, until recently, so I'm, I'm looking forward to playing most of these NES games for the first time. Yeah, so this podcast is really a far cry from a historical analysis of the NES. What we're trying to do here is look at the games in modern view and see if they still hold up. Uh, this is something that I think a lot of people wonder when they look at the NES, the Super Nintendo, they play these games and they wonder like, are these games still worth playing? And I think that's what we're here to answer. Uh, just kind of getting into the NES launch for a second. The NES launched in 1985, October of 1985, and it comes at a very interesting time because that was pretty much right after the crash of video games in 1983 and pretty much everybody had abandoned uh, the home console market our you know arcades were still somewhat a thing the Japanese market remained unaffected and computer gaming was still a thing so it wasn't like gaming was dead I think a lot of people think the crash of 83 means no one thought about video games I don't think that's the truth I think what really happened is the home consumer market was just no I saw what happened with the Atari 2600 I don't want to do that again Nintendo released the NES in 83 in Japan and they were seeing good 
good success with it and wanted to move into the American market. Uh, and I think what's interesting about this specifically is the jump between what you were seeing in the Atari 2600 and what that console was was possible to do, and then the jump all the way up to 8-bit hardware with the NES, where you're actually seeing things other than blocks, triangles, like, you know, shapes and figures, and you're actually able to play, like, full-scale games. But we're not quite there yet. We're talking about the NES launch games, and that's a little different because these games were mostly arcade ports or uh, games developed directly by Nintendo to complement the release of the system and its features. Things like Rob, the NES Zapper, Super Mario Brothers, even ports of games, their more famous games like Donkey Kong didn't come till later. So the NES launch kind of still comes awkwardly to the North American uh, population because the introduction to Nintendo was mostly with Donkey Kong eating all your quarters and all of these launch games aren't necessarily things that you associate with Nintendo. Let's jump right into our first game, the game that this episode is all about, Ten Yard Fight. I don't think it really needs any introduction. Uh, it's a football game that is pretty bare bones, but let's get some initial impressions. Sean? Well, it's uh, not Madden. Um, it's uh, it's definitely football. Uh, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed it from the get go. To be honest, uh, it was very frustrating, but uh, I'd say my initial impression was positive. Sam, uh, yeah, initial impression. It's like it's cute, you know. Got little guys that they run. They make a noise every time they take a step, which is kind of kind of funny. Uh, it did feel I don't know. It felt like it really had no place being a one player game. I thought, which I feel like we might talk about in a bit. But just off the bat, just very kind of it just felt very basic and which is kind of what I was expecting going into NES games but this was just like just very basic mm-hmm. yeah true um, so yeah, my initial impression was also positive, but it's it's not the kind of game that's generally my type of game. I'm not a big sports game kind of guy. I'm always a little skewed at the beginning when I start playing a game because I'm always so interested in like how they made it work with the limitations and how you know. So it was. I, I mean, I, I thought it was well done at first. We'll just right. say that for now. And I think my initial impression was, why are they running like that? Like, what is that <laughs> formation? You know, like oh, the you box? look. Yeah, you look yeah, at it, and it's like they're you know like is that the perfect kickoff? formation like yeah, the that's perfect football football is formation like is the entire team yeah, surrounding just the receiver. make a giant O and <laughs> yeah. everybody make sure why, the receiver doesn't I don't know why anyone doesn't think of that tell that to uh, tell it to everyone all right so let's just kind of get into it I personally feel like the game is still playable it has a lot of flaws in the ter- in the terms of strategy once you're given the ball you are immediately sending a man into motion which is an interesting little feature, and then that turns into your one receiver. Uh, you also have, like, your quarterback is just also your running back and your fullback, and the three of you line up and run in the same <laughs> yeah. direction. And if you and if you try to, like, walk back a little bit, like, just to get away from people, all of a sudden you start, you, you have to, like, kick off the, like, your pat, you know, yeah. you're punting all of a sudden. It's oh, like, really? Yeah, if, if you took, like, three steps back, Oh, you know, like, yeah, like yeah. let's say one of the guys was chasing you. You take three steps back, all of a sudden you're punting the ball. It's like, huh. no, I'm just just trying to, like, set up a pass. Wow. No, 
yeah. Now, that I didn't actually end up doing. Very interesting. I did that one time, and it wasn't until right now that I realized why that happened. I was why like, what's going right. on? You just take three steps back, and that's it. But I don't. I just want to see if this happened to anybody else. Did anybody else have a computer that threw a very forward-looking pass, and then and then proceeded to throw another uh, forward pass? Right, so almost thing. every play. No, no, no. Okay, so here's the thing. So this is a 1983 game. Uh, in when you think about a football game, whether you're watching it or you're playing it. Oh, out. real fast. Sean did not misspeak there either. This is a 1983 game. It just came to America in 1985. So. Yes. Yes. So this is a 1983 game. When you think of uh, when you're watching a football game, you, you think of these lines on the football field that are just imposed in in like the director's room or where, or just the box where they're uh, where the director is is switching the cameras. Um, that was not a thing until 1998. So you don't actually know where the line of scrimmage is except for like it's that specific pixel. So I think when you're thinking of these forward passes that are then immediately thrown to another forward pass, this is actually a lateral, which you see all the time, actually. Right. Um, at the time of this recording, uh, AFC and the NFC Championship games were played. We saw three flea flickers, which is basically what you're talking about, okay. where you flick it to uh, another back yeah. and he throws it again. This is something that is legal in, in football, I'm, so I was actually very interested to see that in the game. I am glad for the clarification, too, because I felt like an idiot when I couldn't then pull this off. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, wait, so he just did the forward pass twice. Why can't I? I was passing and then waiting to pass again. And it just, it felt like, you know, the computer was just had that one little strategy ahead of me. But I might have to go back and try that. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's really the only way to complete a pass in that game because uh, apparently there is no Z-axis. Like Yeah, that that bugged me the most, I think, in this game was that when you're, when you're throwing the ball to your receiver, even though it's football and you throw throw over people to play football. If there's anyone in the way of the ball, they intercept it. Yeah, even if they're right in front of you, like, like yeah. as if you're throwing, like, a line drive. Yeah, like. so you have to make sure that your receiver, you, so you just basically wait until your receiver is on one side, like, all the way on one side or all the way on the other, yeah. and you just pick the side with less defenders, and I that's kind of how you play. I think, like, when I, because I, I started off playing the high school team, I'm, I'm sure we all did, mm. and I think I played... Uh, the first half of that match, it was just figuring out how, how to play this game. Like, so many interceptions, so many, you know, like, I just couldn't figure out. And I think the second half was even less fun because then I figured out, oh, okay, so just pass it immediately and run to the side as fast, you know, like, as yeah. diagonally as you can. Mm -hmm. Gain, like, five, four, you know, four or five yards. Do that again, first down, and just keep going the whole way. It's like, yeah. that's really, for me, that was the optimal strategy. When I played the game. high school game, my strategy was just run the ball every play. Like, oh, so you were running yeah, every play. every play, and it, it worked yeah. better for me. Than I mostly ever ran the ball. ball. Like I would, I would usually lateral it to my back, so mm -hmm. that like there was another uh, another like gap that I could run through. But there was also this weird like rubber banding thing that as soon as you got like a certain distance away from the defender, they, you just became sluggish. You were you were slow, and they would just gallop right up on you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, very strange uh, how that would work. And and what about those dive animations? But I think the dive. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like me versing the computer, dives suck. Because, yeah. like, the computer gets the perfect dive, and you, you're diving all over the place, and sometimes you dive, like, 20 yards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good thing there's no Z-axis in yeah. this game, because if you saw that dive, this person is, like, literally, like, they're just jumping, like, 30 feet in the air, and then, like, fall, like flying over but you. But you also 
can't, I, the, like, the game can't keep track of where you are going forward. So, like, if you, if you dive sideways and the ball's being run forward, your your character diving will also just move forward. Like, yeah. it stays yeah. in the middle of the screen to move forward. Yeah, and pretty much so, missing a dive in this game is the equivalent yeah. of losing, like, 30. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. it will take yeah. forever for you to catch them again and get that opportunity. I do think I didn't play two uh, two player with someone else. I've just played versus a computer. I think with people it would be a different story because I think the diving would be kind of fun because it's it's kind of like that fun of these controls are really clunky, but they're clunky for both of us. So mm-hmm. it's like kind of fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I definitely do understand that, and I I think uh, Sean, you have something to say. Yeah, I do think that the controls are clunky, but it's actually really impressive that they were able. That, that they were actually able to make all of this stuff possible with those oh, yeah. two buttons. Yeah, no, I just mean the dive. Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. of course. Yeah. But, like, the whole game feels like an NES game. I like, think, yeah, yeah, I think important important here is, like, what you said, that it's impressive that they were able to program an NES game to run a full football, pretty much. But the, the thing that really kills this game for me is there's no playbook, there's no stats. There's no challenges. There's nothing that re- nothing other than the concept of get the ball to your zone, you know, and score the touchdown or the field goal. Nothing, nothing about it otherwise is is like anything that is reminiscent of football. Like there, there's so know. much missing in I this think, game. I think that it, it like this is this is minimalist football. If you yeah, want to I describe agree. it as something like you can still create a play by just you waiting until your man in motion is where you want him so to be. Is pong the minimalist te- tennis? I mean, yeah, sure. I'm just, okay, yeah, no, no, I'm, so. I'm asking. Yeah, so if pong, so this is like. This is football. Now, I'm not saying this is as important. I'm saying this is football's pong in that sense of, like, how do I make a football game that still feels like football, yeah. but we don't have we don't have the ability. I, I, yeah, I think that's a to, good way of, a really yeah. good way of describing it. Yeah, it's like, I think, if anything, it's a good blueprint for other football games. You know, I don't know if there were many football games that came before this one. But. Uh, yeah, no, uh, at this point, the football games that you're looking at, um, besides the ones on the computer, which you, which actually did run some pretty detailed, like, oh, yeah? you know, n- not in the sense of n- not gameplay. I'm talking about, like, you know, kind of the simulation okay. style things. The football games before that, yeah, we're talking, like, we're talking blocks on the Atari mm-hmm. 2600 yeah. and, you know, that so, kind of stuff. And so this is a, this is a big far, step, I think. As far as that goes, yeah, I think it is a good blueprint just for game to come. I'll pose this as a question. Like, would I, something like Madden exist if this never existed? Would like the form? Would it be different? You think, or do you think I, that this was influential? I don't think that this was yeah. influential enough. Yeah. To to direct Madden, I think that this game offers a lot in terms of like here's how here's how you would play football on a on a video game console. Yeah. I don't think that it really offers anything in terms of like I mean even just consider the gameplay. I, I played I played about six games mm-hmm. uh, and I played from high school all the way up to the Super Bowl team. And the AI was not that much better mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. Like like it didn't feel like any more of a challenge. It's, right. it, well, it's so it, it's so simple. Right. It's, it's such like a simple to, yeah that's what I'm saying yeah. it's such a simple execution that it doesn't feel like like, uh, there's a lot more to be learned here other than, like, you know, the biggest thing when programming a football game is you got to make sure you can pass and run. Well, that's also, mm-hmm. it's also probably because it's coming from, it's an arcade game that got ported. Uh, more so, I, th- I think, also, the, uh, there was only offense on the arcade version. There that wasn't, makes sense. Because there wasn't defense. defense. Playing, playing defense in that game is frustrating as hell. Yeah. 
Uh, so one of the th- a couple of other things I wanted to talk about. Um, real funny. So I did mention that I played the Super Bowl uh, team. When you beat the Super Bowl team, uh, and just for some some clarification here, when you beat the high school team, it says congratulations, you're on your way to the Super Bowl, and so on and so forth. It says that forever. When you beat the Super Bowl team, I really wanted to know what was going to happen. Maybe there would be like some extra animations programmed or something like that. Instead, you get the black screen with the white tech. Congratulations, you're on your way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Wow. Next year, I, I just yeah, I was like, yeah, I guess like yeah, we really are destined to be on the Super Bowl again. But I just I couldn't believe that it, they were that lazy about it yeah. that yeah. you would go through the trouble of programming like a whole idea of like oh just keep playing until you get to the Super Bowl. Not that you can't just pick Super Bowl right from the start, but then to just like be like ah eh, yeah just loop back to that screen. Not even like a you did it like if you yeah. did it would have been fine, right? Yeah, you know like I, I actually no never won a game. My first game was against the high school team. Yeah, me too. It was a 14-14 tie. Okay. Um, And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to skip right to Super Bowl. And that ended up being a 7-0 loss. But so. see, that's see, that's what I'm talking about, though. It wasn't... It, it's not that different. Yeah, it wasn't that different. The colors changed. Mm-hmm. Here's, a, here's a, a quick question, too. Did, did anybody ever miss a field goal or see it? No, it was a, a very field goal? easy You can't miss, can, you can't miss that field missed? goal. Arrow just starts in the goal. And he's like, yeah, well, no, actually, it, that's, yeah, not, that's not necessarily true because it depends on where you scored the touchdown. So uh, if you score the touchdown on the far right side, you have to kick it. Not that, this is clearly not yeah. the rules. But. <laughs> and, I mean, like, it's it's not far off. Okay. Like, there is a lot of, uh, like, things that they were able to translate into it. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, all you have to do is, like, it starts straight ahead, and all you have to do is just move it to the right or to the left, and then it's mm-hmm. an automatic field goal, because, again, there's no Z-axis. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, you know, again, it's a very early game, but how do we feel about that lack of music and just, like, the 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 three, maybe four sound effects that are programmed into this game? Like, the, the that only, gets pretty repetitive. The only reason I'm a little happier, usually I love music in video games, but I'm happy that there wasn't too much music, because I just feel like... Being an arcade game, it would not be very good NES music. And I do think there's a lot of good NES music uh, out there. But you don't think, think they could have added like, that one. in the NES version? Yeah, that's true. I mean, they probably just put like more work into it. start screen or something. Yeah, especially you know, since like, they did add, you know, more to the game putting it on the NES anyways. They probably could have put it on there. But I was just glad to not have an annoying soundtrack. I just thought such an early game would have, like, a very repetitive, very, like... Honestly, if I heard music playing through the game... I would complain about it because uh, that's not how any kind of football is played. That's true. I mean, that's yeah, even if you look at Madden now, there's yeah, right. no music playing in the middle of the match. Mm-hmm. But, there, you know, Madden has a lot of other room for music, whether that's like, you know, in those cool pregame yeah, show like, things that like they do, or the menus and the stuff menu like that. Like you know, I think like just some kind of something to populate sure. this other than just like the. Well, I mean, I could just go back to, to my original defense like. and just say minimalist football. All right, and and I'm glad that you're sticking with that. I would like to say that I think that the way they at least present the leveling, like the, the different levels of like difficulty as high school or college or something like that, I, I, I do think that that was a cool touch. I think that is an interesting easy. way to describe it. Yeah, yeah exactly, because yeah. what else would you have done? Just easy, medium, hard. Right, and that's that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is kind of fun that you have that. And did you did you notice that they each had their own symbols? I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't 
see the other symbols, but I did notice that, like, in their touchdown fields, they would... Have, what do you call that? The end zone? Me. Yeah. The end zone. <laughs> the t- wow. The, the yes. touchdown field. To the, the touchdown we should, field. We should cut yeah. that part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is perfect. Um, the end zone, you know, there's... The, I think there was stars. Mm-hmm. There was... Um, is there a longhorn? Or am I, I think I'm... That up? I, I mean... I don't know. Okay. Rocket or something? I forget. Okay. As far as it goes, it it was, like, fairly intuitive. Like, I looked up the manual before I I played this one. Um, Which I think is great. Yeah. Looking at those manuals is important. I think it's it's really important for NES games. uh, But... Uh, I, I think that you may not even need it. I think that, like, you know, you want to go this way, you press A, you throw the ball. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's only so much experimenting, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think the way they set it up is, like, a very kind of just pretty intuitive for a video game. For people who, like, have no experience going into video games, which is, I guess, is kind of, like, what this is. Right, okay. Not, or very Well, little, I think, like, yeah, I think for, for, for sure that's something important to talk about is that the NES wasn't necessarily sold as just a console for kids. This was a, like, a family-style mm-hmm. thing where it's, like, you know, dad and his son can play together or, like, you know, anybody can pick up and play this thing. It's only, you know, two buttons and a direction. That, that's I, true, but I think a lot of the games that at least I think of when I think of the NES have such a level of abstraction because of it does it can't render as much as we're used to like like what what uh, what Sam's saying that it's actually a surprise to me that it, that this game was as intuitive as it was. Yeah. I thought I was going to have to because I started. I, I didn't read the manual. I don't. I haven't read any of the manuals. That's fine. Um, I thought I was going to have to go and look one up. Mm-hmm. Um, but no. I mean, it was it was pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. My, I didn't look up the manual for this one either, and it was yeah, it was pretty easy to, to catch on. But that. I mean, that also kind of feeds into why my initial impression changed, because my initial impression was positive, and I still think, I'm still impressed with the game, but in the end, I think it's so repetitive, especially because you can kind of find a strategy that works every time, and, you know, it it was repetitive enough that I think it's not a game that I would really play over and over again. All right, Uh, and so I think with that, let's bring it into our essential games list. All right, so as uh, no one knows yet, because this is the first episode, we are building an essential games list for the NES. And this is probably the biggest mission of Nostalgia, is to make a Hall of Fame, if you will, but not in the sense of it was worthy back in its time. We're talking about you've got your PS4, you've got your PC, you're playing, you know, all the latest and greatest games. But then you hear about these NES games, and you're like, huh. I wonder if I should check that out. Well, refer to this list because we're going to be the, uh, what we hope to be, the hardest entry uh, to get in, kind of the gatekeepers of what are good NES games. Let's just kind of, let's just kind of get into it. Uh, basically, the way I think we should handle this is we're going to have a vote. And since there's four of us, I think at least two should say that this deserves to go into the essential games list. And, uh, you know, whether you're for it or against it, I'd love to hear just kind of like a final story statement so Sean all right well I've been pretty high on this game uh, from the beginning of this conversation but I mean obviously this is not a a classic game this is a really cool experiment in terms of how can we uh, how can we put together all of the abstractions of football into a 8-bit game um, and I think they succeeded but it's nothing special I'd say it's nothing special okay yeah, Same. I, I agree. I think the only situation I can see where I would go out of my way to play this game 
would be if I had friends over and we were just like really bored and we had a couple minutes. And it was like, oh, we could play this kind of jank NES arcade game, <laughs> you know? And you it, just yeah. had that folder and like jank NES Jank NES games, <laughs> yeah, this goes in my jank folder. <laughs> Joe? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, kind of like what, what you and Sam were saying earlier is that like, even though this probably didn't inform the modern Madden, I think it probably informed, I'm just speculating, but I'm probably informed later NES, SNES games like this, which which are probably better, which makes me think that this is not really worth going back to play if there are better retro football games out there. Right. And uh, so, yeah, I think, like, for me, the takeaway is is that it, it's, a, it's a competent, it plays football. This thing, this thing is a football game. It definitely uh, looks, feels, and emulates football. But there's no playbook. There's no stats. Can't even trade. Teams aren't really even a thing. I think that it, you know, when, are you gonna trade the one? I was just like, gonna go left tackle. I want their, I want their, I want their running backs. <laughs> They're faster. <laughs> um, I think that like when it comes down to it. If if you have the option to play Madden 18 or do they or, do that? or go back into the NFL 2K yeah the 2K5 2K5 is great yeah. uh, that's when you could actually like design your house I think yeah. you had like a sweat ESPN. Yeah. It was ESPN back but we'll talk about PS2 Talja when we, when we get to that um, but yeah I just think that like if you have the choice to play those games this is a far cry uh, from what I would consider like a definitive football experience let alone a definitive NES experience. Yeah. Uh, so I think techno. with uh, with four nays, we are uh, removing this from the essential games list. And, and can I can I just say too that a lot of the things that I vote on, like I don't, I mean I'm going to be tough on these games, but a lot of them I don't think are bad games. I just don't think that they're games that I you think... need to play. But if you're interested in like how games developed and how they, you know, grew, like I, I find these games really interesting, even when I don't necessarily think that they're in on essential material. That's a great point. Uh, the, the, I think what we're trying to do here is come up with that essential list, but I think if you're a listener who's interested in us talking about these games and you're not playing them, you should be. Like, yeah. I think when we talk about, like, for instance, our next game, baseball, I think go out and figure out a way to get a copy of that game and play it because baseball, you know, we're going to be talking about it. It's not that much different than ten yard fight in the respects of being a competent way of playing baseball. So uh, I'd say get out there and get it. And that goes for any of these NES games. Play along. That's the that's the fun and hopefully the hope of this podcast. And that's all the time we have for this episode of Nostalgia. Join us next time for baseball and be sure to play it yourself if you can. For more Nostalgia, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. And be sure to check out NostalgiaCast.com. That's N-E-S-T-A-L-G-I-A-Cast.com. On the website, you'll find links to the show and show notes, as well as our other platforms such as Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you so much for your support of Nostalgia. We thank you for spending time with us. I'm Michael Esposito, and you can find me on Twitter at EspositoFilm, and I'll talk to you soon. Just kind of like get comfy and go into the post show. Okay? I know it's night. All right. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. Bye. But Sean, you're kind of like, you're kind of like our football guy. <laughs>
I, I would say I would say so. Uh, the fact that we couldn't we couldn't find the word end zone uh, was indicative. What do you mean of that. we? What do you mean we? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, yeah, no, I, I I will never claim to be a football guy, but I will never not know the word end zone. I think it was for me. It was, I was just tripping up on what I wanted to say because I was thinking about the actual like the engraving thing that they do on the on the end zone. You know, like where mm-hmm. they have like the names of the you know the field. And it, it surprised me actually because I mean I I guess you're not a football guy, but I always thought you were more of a football guy than I am because I'm yeah, very I think much he's, not. He, I think he's he a brain for it. Yeah. I think I'm a sports guy. He's a sports I think, guy. I, mean, I like I like the concept of competition. And I'm I'm still I'm still doing my work trying to get him to be a a, a full time Bills fan. Right. Um, and can I can I point out what you've written on our on our wall here? Yes. Sean has written the Buffalo Bills are the best football team and the only team in New York. And yes. uh, all capital letters. Yes. Well, that's just because that's what I write. Actually, no. And, Buffalo. Well, Buffalo. The uh, the U looks lowercase. That's a capital I don't, U. Yeah, the U I does mean, look lowercase. It's way but it smaller. Doesn't have, yeah, it doesn't yeah, have right, the doesn't little hook thing. Uh, yeah. You got to be here to see that. Um, but I it's will a, say it's that a capital U. It's there's no. Small. You're the, right. Yeah. It's the just, thing it's that actually boggles my mind, though, I didn't know this growing up, is that that is true. The Buffalo Bills are the only team in New York. It sounds like yeah, it sounds yeah. like you're trying to rile people up, but it's the truth. It's really strange, and it's like I just want to know, like, how does New Jersey feel about that? Like, do they not care that they're just being like walked on by these yeah, New it's York like a, Giants as and someone from teams? New Jersey? It's like a secret pride thing. It's like yeah. <laughs> here for you, the New York team, but you know we we know where you are. <laughs> what do you think would happen if like one of those teams became, or funny enough, what if the Bills became the New Jersey Bills? That'd be sick. That's but they know. were based no, in Buffalo still, and the two New York teams are actually based in New there Jersey. There would be riots in Buffalo. That'd See, be, now we're just making stuff up. They like, break you, even more <laughs> tables. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a thing, right, Sean, with the tables? The, the I, I, I'd like to say that um, we aren't as an, as animalistic as I think we're, we're painted in social media, but yes, we do uh, break a lot of folding tables. There's a lot of strange hijinks that isn't always G-rated. Are we keep trying to keep this G-rated or PG? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, if it warrants the curse, just for the listener, uh, we might curse on this show, I think, only when it warrants it. I don't want people to just, like... Of course. I know, just think it's content. It's, like, it's like sexual content. Yeah, yeah, You don't want to show off, like, hey, did you know I know these words? Like, yeah. that's, like that's what I feel like sometimes when people curse. Yeah. So I think if you're going to curse, you got to, like, you got to feel it. you got to commit. Of course, you know? of like, course. I'm just saying that I want to describe what a lot of Bills fans do because it's not really... Appropriate. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, and I think like Super Bowl's coming up. Yeah, at and the, at the time of this recording, um, the championship games were just played. It's going to be the goddamn New England Patriots versus the Philadelphia Eagles. So um, I hope you all feel. I'm sorry. Yeah, the best fans. The best. Fans. The best yeah. fans between the both conferences uh, are fighting it out. So I don't think anyone wants there to be a winner to this. Have the Eagles ever won the Super Bowl? No. They are with the Bills and the Vikings. Um, so I, I don't know how you feel as a Bills fan if you want to keep them winless or not. But no. I feel like you gotta be rooting for the Eagles there's if you're no, not a Patriots fan. I, I mean, there's a there's a small piece of petty. Uh, like misery loves company in me mm-hmm. that wants the Eagles to stay winless and I think that the fact that the New England Patriots win so much it would just be status quo mm-hmm. but no I just want to see New England burn mm-hmm. 
And they probably will during their riots when they win or lose. You think New England will riot? This is just going to be another Sunday for them, man. Yeah, I mean, I was I was in Boston when uh, when the Red Sox won and when the Patriots won, and they were they were like flipping cars and shit. All right, well, yeah. I, I get the Red Sox because they thought they had a curse for a while, but the Patriots. Like, which which year were you there for the Super Bowl? Uh, well, when was that? 20, uh, 2015? Really? In January? They or? reacted that way? I, I don't know. I don't know. I re- yeah. remember yeah. it was, was kind of New England. They're very passionate about their sports, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, sorry to anybody Maybe I'm getting that wrong. Yeah. I, remember, I remember when the Phillies, uh, when the, not the Phillies, when the Red Sox <laughs> won. Both red. <laughs> <laughs> I could see where you would make that mistake. You yeah, because like, the Phillies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a post show if I've ever heard one. Definitely, <laughs> you know. Anything you want to say about football real fast, like... Go Bills. There you go. Uh, I, I got nothing. All right. Yeah, I think everything that needs to be said about football has already been said. Yeah, let the body. That's not the- true. I'm going to start my own podcast, Sean's Football Talk, <laughs> at gmail.com. Well, that's what I didn't want to step on your email address podcast. So. Let the uh, let the bodies at the floor. Um, and then you just have to sign in. Can we, we leave that in, too? Yeah. 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 Sam, can you just sign into the, in the podcast? Yeah. Uh, I think I saw Chris uh, just, uh, Yeah, very Chris clear, is, is